0: they will always arrive the night ahead of schedule they will meet in these grottoes and churches and cemeteries and underground and have their meetings and make their plans and you know station who's going to be where and do what and so uh, i fully believe that uh you know the night before with the tunnel system you know that that was the plan for these elite was that uh you know when the the chaos started you know which they had planned um that they would run into the tunnel system so what we had happen yesterday was that you know pelosi and all those guys fled into the tunnel system but their protectors all of a sudden didn't show up
1: If you have not been looking at C60 as a means to significantly improve your health and your immunities, you should be. Here's why. First, a strong and healthy immune system is your body's first defense. And for those with a strong immune system, your body will adequately fight illnesses without medical intervention. Second, C60 is safe as long as you're taking a high quality C60 with no added fillers or solvents. Third, C60 is the best means of removing free radicals from your body that exist. It's at least 200 times better at this function than vitamin C and any other antioxidant. This is the magic. When you free up your body's resources from fighting free radicals, they then can focus their attention on healing. Every person has different needs, but the magic begins when your body can start to heal. So now it becomes clear, you need the best free radical fighter that exists, and that is C60 with blackseed oil and curcumin. Go to sarahwestall.com shop and learn more about why this formula is so powerful. Also available by diffuser with ultra ultra refined C60 oil to safely get directly into your lungs. It's also the best way to help your family pets by just being in the same room. Be sure to read the research and of course use the current coupons to save money when you buy. Patrons also receive a 10% discount. You can find that code at patreon.com slash Sarah Remember, keeping you and your family safe is the most important thing you can do. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have Jessie Savoder coming back, and I'm so glad she's here today because she shares with us some really interesting information about Washington, D.C., and all the catacombs and tunnels underneath Washington, D.C., and tells us what she thinks actually went down there at the riots, before the riots, and what they actually had planned, and what they what really didn't end up happening and why the narrative just doesn't match up with what actually happens. I mean, they're acting like with Schumer saying the riots were like Pearl Harbor, comparing it to that. It just really wasn't that bad compared to how they're acting. Yeah. Some people got killed and that's awful, but it, it, there wasn't any looting and there wasn't fires. It, it really wasn't that bad. So this really gives an explanation and helps us understand what could have really gone down. And for those of you who do not know who Jessie Savolder is, I really highly recommend you watch some of my first shows with her so you understand her background. She was born and raised in the Illuminati. She calls it the Brotherhood. There's many names for it system and was being trained to be the mother of darkness which is the very highest level of that organization and she got out and she became a chaplain and helped people through trauma and worked for the veteran system and and now is helping uh, them and these child pedophile rings and has a lot of inside information based on her background but again if you have have not seen those i highly recommend you see them so that all of these shows that i do with there has context because if you just come in you're going to be like well what does this woman know this is weird so watching those shows make a huge difference and for patrons and subscribers to Sarah TV, she sticks around and does a special segment for you and i really highly recommend you watch that as well it's it's really eye-opening i think it's uh she really opens up and tells us some interesting information and personal information uh, that I, I really enjoyed talking to her today. And before we get into this, I want to remind you to go to com and subscribe to my other platforms. I am censored, as you all know. And Twitter, I'm watching my Twitter subscribers go down today. I think I've lost a couple hundred subscribers. I don't know what happened. So I, I'm being nailed there, too. I am on Parler. I am on uh, Bitshoot and on Odyssey and on Rumble, and of course I have SarahWestell.tv. So please subscribe. I'm all over on podcast, all over on. I should be on your favorite podcast channels. My podcast is really growing, so I really appreciate that, and I really appreciate all the support that you're giving me and and please share. The shows that you think are relevant and get those out to people. Tell people you know to listen to some of these shows and you know, do the word of mouth thing. I really appreciate that. If you can't support me monetarily, which I am fine with, then please just share my shows with others and let people know that I'm here and I'm sharing truth as much as I can, or at least information that gets you to think and gets you to think differently and see different perspectives because sometimes we don't know what the truth is but we do want to hear other people's perspectives and learn from you know just different ways of thinking about things but anyways let's get into this interview with jesse saboter jesse thank you so much for joining the program you're one you're someone i really wanted to talk to today so the timing is great that we had to reschedule this
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: (laughs) You have some information that went down yesterday that I don't think anybody has heard. And it actually is very uplifting for me to hear some of this. That means that there's a lot more good guys on the inside doing things. Can you explain what you know about what happened and the tunnel systems and all that jazz? You know, the BLM, because I knew the BLM and the Antifa thugs were going to go and act like they were Part of the uh, Trump supporters, we all had that information. It was going around everywhere. Um, so, can you tell us what you what you have?
0: Yeah, let me. I'm going to pull it up here. I can kind of show. So, um, a few days before, um, you know, as that information was coming in, you know, our government people were very aware that Antifa, um, BLM, and all, you know other individuals. Um, were deciding to show up and they were going to be dressed as patriots. Well, all of these people, you know, we've brought out connections that um, these organizations really are neo-Nazi Marxist trained individuals under Soros and um, other high level elites, right? Yep. So the first thing that I did when I was getting that information was I started to do a demographic on The D.C. area and we know that you know that whole area has tunnels underneath it so you know what's the first thing that these people are going to they're going to utilize the tunnel or the underground system so we started to look at different um, you know sites and and where the witches and the covens and all of those individuals meet and so you know I had sent in Information that showed, you know, the witch's guide to DC, which gave all the cemeteries and um, the different churches in the area, the old churches and basilicas and the grottos, and uh, said, hey, guys, you know, um, you want to know the entrances and exits to these tunnel systems. They usually all revolve around the catacombs and um, the underground ritual places um, around the Catholic churches and the cemeteries. So, um, you know, we turned that all in. and, um, And I also told him, I said, you know, the nice thing about all of these individuals is that they're always very prompt. And usually they will always arrive the night ahead of schedule. They will meet in these grottos and churches and cemeteries and underground. And have their meetings and make their plans and you know station who's going to be where and do what, and so uh, I fully believe that uh, you know the night before um, the the march and stuff that the majority of these individuals had a rude awakening when they arrived at their meeting places and and were met by military. Um, you know I believe that was confirmed because you know, look at the different protests, rallies we had. You you saw a huge number of Antifa individuals. We know that, you know, we were seeing reports that busloads were shipped in. Um, exactly. And, you know, they had already confirmed that, but we didn't see that many in the Capitol building. Um, and, you know, when they showed pictures outside, you know, the Patriots were calm. There wasn't a lot going on outside. So, you know, I believe that that confirms that there were not very many that they had already got most of them the night before and then the last of them were weeded out as we saw this thing play out inside of the capitol um and you know we've confirmed through some of the pictures that a lot of the people who were in the capitol you know already were known leaders of different antifa groups that were from different states and everything who had been at different protests and marches so um you know so we caught all the people who were underneath them i think the night before and then they just went after the leaders that day and took care of those guys um with the tunnel system you know that that was the plan for these elite was that uh, you know when the the chaos started you know which they had planned um that they would run into the tunnel system and uh, those are highly used by elite people in the system. But the problem is is that the, they don't know, they don't have the maps of the tunnel system. Um, the tunnel systems are learned by route memory by the protectors. So whoever's your assigned protector knows the deeper tunnel systems to be able to get you in and out safely from one you know from point A to point B. Well, the problem is that, you know, we just kind of called it the walkaway project. Um, you know, it's, I've talked about the different departments of the protectors that there's six departments. Um, four of them are, are loyal to others besides the system. They, you know, they want out of the system. So what we had happen yesterday was that, you know, Pelosi and all those guys fled into the tunnel system, but their protectors all of a sudden didn't show up
1: <laughs> they just, and that's because of the and that's because they were grabbed beforehand right
0: right right yep they they just didn't show up so uh so they had no way to find their way out of that system you know to leave the capitol area so we saw you know after an hour or so they came back to the capitol and then they started the hearings again Um, I think that's because they had to, they didn't have, they couldn't get out. They had no idea how to get out of that tunnel system. So they had to go back the way they came.
1: What do you think was really planned then? Because they, they weren't planning on doing that with the election. They were planning on having it kind of ride out.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that, I think the destruction was planned because, you know, we heard that there were bricks dropped off, just like we had happen at a lot of the protests Um, we heard there were pipe bombs that were planted at various places or there were backpacks with pipe bombs so I think that they had all intentions of causing some mass destruction and that was why they were exiting Um, you know if if they're gone from the inside and all the patriots are left on, on the inside or I'm sorry on the outside you know then who's going to get hurt you know the patriots are going to get hurt um so i think that that
1: and that's why it looks so um the narrative doesn't match what really happened because they're acting like it's the worst thing that ever happened and all these things Like yeah, I mean, the people inside the Capitol building was a guy with the Confederate flag and a pedal tattoo, which does not.
0: I called him Pansy. I know I called him pansy, and I was like, okay, this was the, you know, the system. We're like, yes, yes, this pansy. We're picking him.
1: It was like Like, perfect for them to, to to just paint paint Trump supported the pedal thing kind of screwed it up, but the Confederate flag and the guy's like a moron with all these tattoos. But the other thing is having the BLM agitator there who was caught doing the same thing in Utah, you know, and then doing Hi. the interviews on CNN. It's like, oh my God, this is terrible. Okay, well, so.
0: And I, think, I think that proves part of my theory because, you know, we didn't see any low level Antifa or BLM members in there. Like all those pictures of the people who got in there Were leaders of these groups. So I think that, you know, those were the people who hadn't got caught the night before. And that's all we saw were the leaders that were in there. (laughs) So. It made it very interesting.
1: Well, and it it makes their whole narrative look really stupid. Suddenly, they're not the senators who were going to support Trump suddenly said, because of this, we're not supporting them anymore. And I mean, just their reaction became really stupid then, and it doesn't match after after almost a year of protests by antifa and blm and saying it's okay and they're destroying whole cities and and the murder rate and cities have surged and skyrocketed and all these people across the country have died and people have lost their lives suddenly this is the worst thing you've ever seen I mean, it's yeah, like you it, guys it are was- idiots
0: Yeah, there wasn't even any mass destruction or fires or any damage done to the Capitol building, you know, so it's like, how is this the worst thing that's ever happened? Like Schumer
1: says, it's like Pearl Harbor. I mean, what an idiot.
0: Yeah, did you see the footage, like, right after they took Pence and Pelosi out? I I was laughing, it looked like, you know. Explain it to people,
1: so people who haven't seen it.
0: Yeah, they had no clue what they were doing. It was really funny because like on the right, there's two doors out of the main uh, room that they were in, one to the right and one to the left. And so, you know, Pence and Secret Service and Pelosi were all taken out through that um, right side door. And you had a whole bunch of senators who followed them. Well, then all of a sudden you start seeing the senators come back in because I guess they were sent back in. They weren't allowed to go into the tunnel system. Um, But you didn't see like Pelosi, Schumer, um, Feinstein, those people did not come back in. McConnell did not come back in either. So you just had a lot of the other senators um, who were in there. And it looked like you know they didn't know what in the world what to do. Um, several of them went out and then came back in. And then one of them like stood there like holding the door for a minute, trying to decide like, do we need to like barricade the door? And then at one point, like one of the Capitol security officers came in through the left side and she was trying to figure out how to lock the doors. And I was like, "Are they gonna lock themselves in that room? Like, that's not (laughs) the safest place to be." And then they were like instructed to—well, they were instructed to cover their heads and to hide under chairs.
1: Are these the senators that don't have protectors and aren't really in the system, or or what are? Yeah,
0: none of those senators would have had. You know, they're not high-level elites. They wouldn't have had protectors. So
1: Yeah, so they're just kind of whatever. And so the rest of them were gone. Now, what did you think about Pelosi and Pence doing that elbow bump? Did you see that?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, did you see he got handed something? And I was trying to see who that was, if that was uh, Mitch McConnell. But first they did a handshake and then he slides something into Pence's hand. Now, the interesting thing is that there's been, you know, we had showed video that Pence has had this same thing happened. It was at a sheriff's convention. And the woman that he shook hands with was, um, we'll just say was a protector assassin that I'm aware of. And she had handed him either a hard drive or something that was white. And two days later, there was an attempt on Trump's life. Um, so you have the same situation, where whoever it was hands pen something and they do this Masonic hand shake in the slide but then the weird thing was you know instead of just sticking it in his pocket he he stops and he opens his hand and like looks at it and that's when you saw Pelosi with her elbow start to hit him and then he sticks it in his pocket so that was the weird thing was that he I had to sit, stop and say, is that really Pence, you know, or is it a look-alike? because why did he, if he knows the drill, if he's done this before and received secret info with somebody obviously who's a Masonic brother, why did he reveal it and open his hand and look at it? So that was the interesting thing.
1: You think it might be one of his, um, Cause they all have lookalikes that stand right. for them.
0: <clears throat> right. So I wondered if that was it, because also you had Pelosi like hitting and then it looks like she's like yelling or instructing him afterwards. Like she has a few choice words. It looks like she's saying, um, she's got that look like a mom who's caught a kid that's in trouble, you know, and she's like, you know, this is what you need to do. <laughs> you know? So she's kind of got that worried look like, you know, what, what are you doing? Looking at it now? Like,
1: <laughs> gosh, it's just, it's so weird that at 80 years old, you're still so engaged. It's like, why don't you just retire? will <laughs> right? never retire. I mean, they go until the day they die. <laughs> well, I can see that. Okay. Well then let's talk about Pence a little bit and your understanding of what's really going on with Pence, because I, some of my intel tells me that he is compromised Hmm. but not necessarily a willing compromised person but i don't know because i don't i don't can't prove it one way or the other although i do have some pretty good sources i don't know what is it that you can share that you know about pence
0: um well i i've put out some pictures with him and with certain masonic books in orders um you know, so I've talked about the dark side of the system, and there's a, a light side of the system, um, those who only practice white magic. Um, and, uh, you know, how these two orders are, are fighting for power right now within the system. And it, it's already been decided, like, we already know that the light side is going to step up, they're the ones who are going to be ushering in the New World Order and the Antichrist. Um, I'm gonna just share it that, you know, Pence is initiated into both sides. So um, I know that from personal experience. And, um, you know, what I can share is, you know, I'd encourage people to, you know, on this matter, to listen to what Timothy Holmsteth has said about him. I personally can confirm that that information is 100% accurate. And that's not going off of, you know, that's excluding the specific information that Timothy gives. So that information set aside, I can say, I know he is those things. Um, so, you know, that's what we've been trying to bring forward is, um, his ties and connections um with that light side you have the galactic federation um which really exists and and you know one of the things with the galactic federation and initiates of the flame is in the old days they were often called watchers or guardians so on december 22nd we had um you know, our VP announced that Space Force, that the members of that team would be called Guardians. And that's not by accident. Um, you know, that's a very specific term meant to convey something very specific and to bring forward um, the trained professionals for this order um,
1: who are part of that Federation. So... What is the Guardian? The um the Federation, the Guardian Federation. What is that?
0: Uh, the Galactic Federation. The Galactic
1: Federation, yes.
0: Yeah. So there those are the going to be at the highest levels, they're the individuals, um, like the commanders for that are the individuals on the satanic temple or council. Sorry, the satanic council who um directly interface with the demonic army of satan um a lot of times they won't use that term demons or demon generals um terms that they would use would be um beings of enlightenment or um, intergalactic beings so they give these space names to the demonic spirits and um you know, they all sit on a council together, so it's not all humans, um, and they make plans for ruling the world together. So um, that's, in its essence, what the highest levels of that federation are.
1: Are there um, any? Are there any beings on that council that are good, or are they all evil? Oh
0: no, they're they're all demonic.
1: They're all bad guys. Okay. And now when you say that Pence is on the light side and dark side, what does that mean? I, I,
0: I It means he's, he's initiated both into the Order of the Phoenix, which is the dark side, which, uh, which Soros was one of the head members of. Um, also means that he's initiated into the Children of the Golden Dawn, which is the light side.
1: And being part of the light side, they're going to be the ones that Seem like they're better, but they're actually almost worse.
0: Right. I'm gonna, yeah, I'll be doing some talks on right on radio, breaking down um, more specifics about that. But these are the individuals. You know, it's it's more than just a cover life. Um, like as I read the materials that I'm going to bring out from some of their books and um, sources that they go off of. Um you know the the language it is very similar to Christianity where you know, if you're a mainstream Christian, you would pick up this book and you would think that these individuals really love God, really promote a relationship with God and um, living right with your family, things like that. So they do promote these things um, <clears throat> you know, many of them are not into the, you know, the child, pedophilia or the um, cannibalism or the real dark occultic things, Um, you know, they literally live perfect lives, a lot of them, um, you know, where you couldn't find anything bad about them if you, you know, were searching with a fine-tooth comb. But that's where, you know, their downfall really is because, you know, they are aware at the highest levels, what is going on with the dark side of the system. And, you know, they do practice white magic, um, which they say they use for the betterment of humanity. Um, They use for healing, they use for hope, for love, things like that. But when it comes down to it, they elevate themselves that they have reached this perfect enlightenment that they have, um, you know, Reach that goal of higher self to the point that they are gods, and you know, meaning that they're creators in their own right, um, that they rule, they make their own decisions, and there is no God above them. So, that's where the danger of this comes is that you know, scripture talks about Satan and that the reason he was cast from heaven was because he said, I am God and I will sit on the throne. So just like Satan, you know, their pride has brought them to a place where they believe they are gods. And in that though, you know, their crimes are that they're aware of this evil that goes on. Some of it right now, they're in the process of helping to bring to an end. Um, But other times, you know, there were things I experienced with these individuals where, you know, they played a part with their white magic healing um, after, you know, I went through training and it had been beat up or, you know, had wounds and they would bring healing to those wounds. And it, in an essence, erased all evidence of any crimes, you know, or abuse that had been done to me. Um, you know, I'm not the only kid that that happens to. So a lot of times they covered up the crimes of those on the dark side.
1: Well, how how can, at the end of the day, how can they end up being worse? How does that manifest itself? So at this point, it still sounds like, well, that's better than the evil guys, you know, the dark side, because if they think they're gods, but they're still manifesting themselves as very good, well, I guess it doesn't matter. It matters because, and you compared it to the Pharisees when we were talking offline. Can you talk about that and how it turns into this, this. Um,
0: Well, it turns into where it's endless rules and regulations that promote perfectionism. Um, So even some of this is being put into place right now. You have, you know, for the sake of, um, you know, being a global citizen and, and doing what's socially appropriate, you wear a mask so you don't make anybody else sick, right? Um, you keep your proper distance and they even put little, you know, stickers on the floor. So, you know, exactly where you should stand.
1: How do they rationalize the fact that those mandates harm more person than help people or are they not, they just don't, they're not smart enough to think through all that or what, or don't they care? I mean, I don't understand
0: the the control is the, the control is the main thing but in a sense i mean they're very aware scientifically you know what back in the 40s you know that they, they made Jews or other people wear masks you, they told them you know that they had to wear them so they didn't get smallpox or things like that and it's documented scientifically that that caused pneumonia and many people died From pneumonia or lung infections or or bacterial infections in the respiratory system. So yet once again, they're enslaving people. You know, they're finding creative ways to get rid of people from natural causes.
1: So they got themselves they have themselves convinced um, that this is better, that they are
0: healthy. Because they're getting they're getting rid of those who would fight against the system. Who are not globally focused or minded, you know, which means that those people are in agreement with their agenda, their control. Um, So it's okay to get, you know, those who are not part of that global mindedness are a danger to the system. So it's okay to get rid of those people.
1: Now, would you call them technocrats? I mean, they use the technocracy and it's all tied into that because they want to use every tool they have. Now, how does that tie to, because the technology is there to completely control us, our minds, control everything about us. It's what's been documented on the um, World Economic Forum. so how does that tie into them? I mean, they'll use any tool they can to control us, but they think it's for the betterment of all of us.
0: Right. Yep. Uh, for the global mindedness, um, you know, it goes back to Mangala. even was doing those same type of experiments, you know, using um, a mechanism that was very similar to the neural link that they would implant into the brain to control people. Um, so, you know, they're bringing out that neural link. Um, there's nanotechnology that they're trying to introduce um, or vaccines, um, medications that would control people. Um, you know, so I think that it all plays into that, that, you know, at the heart of it is you no longer have your own free will, you no longer have freedom. Your everything that you do or say has to be approved by the system that controls you that tells you what's right, what's not right. And at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, it's, it's a self-serving system. They live to elevate themselves to the you know, highest fleshly possibility they can. And you know, that means that you believe and acknowledge that you are a god. Do they,
1: do they see us as inferior, like essentially not like them, that they're like a God and we are beneath them?
0: Yeah, they do have the, you know, still that beehive mentality that you have the worker bees and you've got those who then are, you know, the elite bees who attend to the queen. Um, They do differentiate themselves. So very much that Aryan theology, you know, that Hitler was pushing, um, that still plays a huge role in this. And some of the books that I'm bringing out, um, you know, the older um, artwork for these books, you know, along the pages, literally there's swastikas, and right alongside of the Star of Solomon so you know at the very core of this we're still dealing with nazis
1: well and my understanding is they want to deal with world hunger by killing off a lot of us right you know they want to deal with the world's problem by just killing us killing and and decide now how does that tie into do they do they understand or tie into wanting to bring satan's armies and the demons and all the Are they involved in that or are they more, do they understand that that's what they want to do as well?
0: Yeah, that is part of this. Um, They're very aware of that at the highest levels. Not everybody at the lower levels is aware of that agenda.
1: So the lower levels are more just, they want this perfect globalist technocracy
0: and they haven't
1: been clued in to the fact that the higher agenda is to... Bring in Satan's army,
0: right? They're they're like the ones who have the protocols and procedures and are going to enforce them for the higher people. So you know they get a lot of self gratification by getting praise, getting benefits from those who are higher up. Um, you know, Scripture talks about that in the last days, um, the spirit of lawlessness will be prevalent and you know, that basically is the love of self, pleasure, and money more than God. And so these people, you know, even their love of money may not necessarily manifest as them, you know, wanting hordes of it for themselves. It could be that, you know, they're, um, what do you call it, Um, oppressing others to the point where, you know, they're oppressing people to starving, they're oppressing people to um, just barely skimp by while they take all their money so they can give it to others they deem are more in need.
1: Well, and Um, we're seeing that now, don't you think, with some of the governors? And and like, I I know that in the, you know, like uh, California and San Francisco and Seattle and Minneapolis, New York, I mean, we're seeing behavior that's destroying lives and creating complete destruction for some while claiming you're trying to help people with coronavirus. You know, that's
0: right or like he you know, I mean they gave, they passed bills that you know was that was giving millions or trillions of dollars to other countries. Yes. And yet and yet they were only willing to give each of us American citizens who are struggling 600 dollars each, you know, after after like eight months of, you know, not being able to the majority of people not being able to work full time, you know, not being able to get their full disability or full unemployment, you know, so it, it that's that exact same concept. You know, they're oppressing those that they deem less worthy or less valuable. Um you know, oppressing them in order to give life to other individuals that they deem more beneficial to the system right now.
1: Okay. So how does Trump fit into this? Because I don't understand Trump's role and I don't know if you're going to tell us, but I really don't understand this. And does he have a role?
0: Yeah. I mean, I fully believe he does have a role. Um, You know, the Lord has placed him in this time and this moment to really you know, get us through. And, you know, I often tweet that, you know, really our country is being saved by a few good men. Um, Those few good men who happen to be Marines, who, you know, witnessed a lot of this stuff, you know, they worked among it. Um, Some of them saw the worst of the worst stuff in different situations that they were in, whether it was in, you know, other countries or here in America. But you know they were in the they were in the swamp system having to serve, and um, they really needed a face front. And you know Trump was the person that they approached, and you know somebody who he didn't need money, he didn't need you know this as a job or support. Um, the other thing is he's really made of a lot of grit. You know nobody yeah, that's else for sure. that I know is going to take the hell that this man has gotten, you know, uh, one of the things I brought up this morning on right on radio was that, you know, he's, he's really done this entire, his entire presidency with the support of only a few people.
1: Um, although you know, don't you think, uh, don't you think it's easier for somebody to do that knowing what it is that he's fighting? Because I know it's yep. still really hard. I, I would never say that because I know. But knowing and having a clear view and having a few, at least a few people who also really know what you're right. fighting gives you um, something to really stay focused on. I mean, yeah. that, that gives you a guiding light. I think if, if he didn't have a few and he didn't know, he didn't have a few other people that really believed it and saw it and he didn't have kind of a clear message of what was really going on, then you couldn't, it would be very difficult. Yeah.
0: And I think, you know, I think at his heart, the core of his heart that he is a good person, you know, that he really cares about our country. He cares about children. And I think that's the big key right there. You know, he cares about children deeply, um, not only his own um, grandchildren, but, you know, the children of the world. And, you know, I think that that's been a core push behind this is that he's seen the potential, you know, he's somebody who's a 5D chess player, he's always thinking ahead of time, you know, so he he sees that if things continued the way that they were progressing, you know, he could see what was going to be available for his grandchildren and their children. And, you know, I think that that was a core pusher for him, that this was the time where things had to be done, the fight had to get won so that change could be made so that there was at least a period of time that was good for these, for the kids, you know? Um, yeah. Well, a lot
1: of people think that he made some strategic errors in this particular situation, that we've gotten this far with the totally rigged election to the point where Congress actually put Joe Biden you know they certified it whereas if he would have acted right away because it's so obvious that it's fraud and so many people know it is that he could have moved in right away but he waited this long and now people feel he's out of options what is your view on that
0: yeah no i think i think he's very strategic um you know he's always thinking ahead and I do not feel, you know, I mean, as big of a businessman as he is, you know, and none of us are perfect. He's made mistakes, but I truly believe he's learned from those mistakes. And I don't think he entered into this war until he knew he had it won. I don't think he just stepped into this without knowing he already had
1: won. Really? Okay. Well, you know, like I, the information that happened. In, um, you know, like with Patrick Byrne when he came out of the White House and, and what happened with Sidney Powell and, and um, Flynn and, and stuff at the White House, it seems like Trump was like not sure of himself. And I just thought that didn't match to, I was struggling a little bit with it just didn't make sense that he could be that fooled. Um, It could be, but it doesn't make sense. And I do believe that he has a lot of people around him that are traitors. I mean, like almost everybody. (laughs) Right? He's certainly surrounded by the swamp. (laughs) Yes, he certainly is. But he wouldn't be that naive. That's what I struggled with. And so uh, it, it seems like there was more to it. But what, in your opinion, what options does he have right now? I mean, the military could step up. I don't, I mean, I don't understand what he could do.
0: Well, I, you know, I think that's exactly it. The question is what what has he already put into place that can be played out now to his benefit? Um, you know, we already know the Insurrection Act has been in place. Um, it
1: has, what you know, do you mean? Because I, I don't think it's, well, it's been, been in initiated. But it hasn't been initiated, right?
0: it may have already been initiated. There there were certain things that had to take place for it to be initiated. Um, Every last effort has to be put into, um, you know, he had to give the local governments the opportunity to ask for help. He had to give them the opportunity to take initiative on things. Um, The same with Congress, he had to give them the opportunity to meet and to make the right decisions. Um, And I think that that video that he put out yesterday that was taken down, I think that that was the last thing that he had to do. He had to give public warning for people to return to their homes for safety. Um, So he did all those things. He met every single criteria. There's nothing now that he can't just go ahead with and put that act into place. Um, but we also saw, you know, what happened with all the different um, protesting groups, you know, in, in Seattle, Portland, um, Texas area by the Alamo. You know, when they had all those big riots going on in those cities, what did he do? He moved um, National Guard and Coast Guard units into those areas and they were on standby in position if those local governments chose to ask for help right well we haven't seen any of those military groups go back home so all around the united states we have military in position why did he do that
1: yeah well i hope so i hope that's what he's going to do because I know that that, you know, when I was talking to General McInerney, I said, because he thinks that that's what he needs to do. And I like, well, we, if that happens, there's gonna be a lot of people that thinks he's going to be a dictator, right? I mean, you think of the Schumers of the world and the, the whole, the whole media. And he says the well, first thing you have to do is we have to take over the media and we have to educate the people. They have to be told the truth on what's really going on because otherwise they won't understand because they've been lied to
0: but who takes control if if they initiate that who takes control in those areas it's not um the president it's really the military who enacts and takes over control so the military is going to be in control temporarily in all of those cities
1: yes well and and minneapolis is probably one of them i mean it's terrible so it will be very interesting. Um, I really hope that have because because I know so much, you know, even more. I, I don't think there's another. I mean, we have you have to do something like that. We can't have we can't have little children. Right. I mean, we cannot have <laughs> what's going on. And the people that are support the pansies who are still supporting the Schumer right. of the world. And whatever, they just are so ignorant. It's so amazing.
0: I mean, The other thing that he can, the other option he has is he releases the information. You know, what happens if he starts using the emergency broadcast system and starts playing, you know, Frizzle drip or the Hunter Biden laptop videos or the Anthony Werner laptop videos you know what happens if people start seeing that on the emergency broadcast system and that's why
1: schumer's freaking out and saying we have to impeach him and get him on and that's why he wants pence
0: yeah they're just trying to remove him now they that was part of last night was they they're trying to just remove him and that's so that he can't play any of these other cards that he has to play they're terrified of him right now right
1: because he doesn't have much to lose at this point. He's like, well, what the hell? I mean, you know, I mean, I I think he thinks bigger than that. I don't think it's like, what the hell? It's more like, well, I need to, I need to do something. I think people would be very disappointed if he threw in the towel right now. I think we would all be very bummed.
0: And I don't think he's not the throw in type of towel kind of guy, you know? (laughs) So, yeah,
1: I, Okay, Jesse, this has been an absolutely excellent interview. I think a lot of people got a lot out of this. Where can people follow you and learn more about you and what you're doing and support your work?
0: Yeah. um, Well, you can follow me on my website, www.illuminatethedarkness.com. Otherwise, I do have a Patreon, and um, if I do a lot, most of my um, information and um, stuff that I put out there is on Twitter uh, so if you go to my Twitter profile which is Jesse J-E-S-S-I-E and then last name C is in cat Z is in zebra E B is in boy O-T-A-R um, on my profile page there I've got a link to my Patreon if you'd like to donate or help support um, this is full-time um, I do quite a bit of work and uh, <laughs> So this is my only work right now. Um, Also, I do have, um, if people are interested, I have my book, His Kingdom Comes in Power on amazon.com. And, um, you know, that gives people a good idea about the enemy that we're facing and how that enemy works in our daily lives. Um, So those are the places you can get a hold of me.
1: Well, would you be willing to stay, stick around for my patrons and sarahwestall.tv and maybe we can talk a little bit more about your book?
0: Sure. That sounds good. I'd appreciate
1: it. Good. Thank you so much.